0: All right, Darren, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, how are you? Can you good. hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, perfect. Yeah. All right. Are we waiting on um uh, one more?
1: Yep, Nazo's uh, should be arriving very, very soon. Awesome, awesome. How um, how have you been?
0: Been doing really good. Just trying to clear room in the uh, side over here. You know, just starting this off. Um, you know, kind of staying busy. Uh, you're our second guest, and honestly, not going to lie, I thought this was like this. I was talking to Homer, who was our first guest. He's based out of California. Yeah. And I thought like 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. was going to be like the hardest time slots to book because like here in the States, the earliest it could be is 1030, at least in the continental U.S. It's like California. It's like 10 or 11 right now, but, you know, it's still what time is it right now? By you, you're in uh, um, out in Australia. Just three minutes past six. Okay, so it's like six a.m. So like right now, it's still not late enough in the day that most people are done with work on a Thursday, and so yeah. But we got the everything booked out real, real well.
1: So nice, nice. It's a great initiative, man.
0: Yeah, really appreciate you jumping on, and uh, we'll wait for Nazo to jump, uh, come in, and uh, yeah. But uh, so while we're waiting for him. Uh, for everybody that's paying it, to jumping in, uh, tuning in, and all that fun stuff, if you're interested in donating to the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, uh, we are doing this 24 uh, hour podcast marathon in honor of my mother. Uh, you know, she passed away from pancreatic cancer last year, and so we are doing this fundraiser to help future uh families and stuff like that deal with pancreatic cancer and hopefully one day find a cure so i'm really excited to uh kind of make this a yearly thing and just kind of find our flow and our vibe with everything as far as okay are the 24-hour things good or can we do like 18 hours you know just kind of find that perfect vibe but if you're interested in donating there's a qr code over in the top corner over there um so just scan that and you can donate directly to the PanCan site or if you're watching directly on twitch uh, in the uh, description below there's like some columns that have a bunch of different categories and you can uh, donate through there there's a uh, donation link there's also uh, for anybody that's listening any tips or uh, subscriptions or anything like that any of that ad revenue will also be donated I've made that decision so any merch any of that stuff will also get donated and hopefully uh we can hit our goal of ten thousand dollars so we have uh the immigrants we are waiting on one more member of the band uh or do you just kind of want to jump into it and then when he joins we'll bring him into yeah
1: how's my levels is it like um you can hear me okay yep i can hear you pretty good awesome yeah yeah if we want to jump into it like yeah don't want to hold
0: up the show (laughs) oh it's all good it's all good we've got 40 minutes so we've got plenty of time uh, going on Uh, so yeah it's been a while since we've chatted I know we were supposed to originally have you on our annual our first one last year and then I think you had to work or something and other members of the band kind of got confused. So
1: yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Like, um, I, I had a, like I had something come up and I, I, I passed the baton to the guys, but uh, unfortunately it got lost in translation a little bit. Um, so, uh, the guys aren't really, I I wouldn't say timekeeping is their best, uh, best skill, you know, I gotcha. That's fair. (laughs)
0: Oh, so w- what's been new like i know you guys are been touring or doing shows pretty consistently or at least you were up until about a month ago i think like yeah. at least i've seen you promoting a bunch of shows so
1: yeah we, we did a lot of shows we've been quite busy with shows and also recording and um, we put a big emphasis on on doing the shows because like we hadn't done some you know so many and so long you're knocking away so it was really good to go around the sydney circuit and then we went broader new south wales as well and uh, we did have plans to go to melbourne and brisbane um, mm. and our biggest fan base is actually in queensland um, and okay. so we really wanted to get up there um but unfortunately uh yeah just the way things were happening we were trying to um get ready for recording as well so um we kind of had to hit you know kind of hit that on the head or something just for just for for that time but um no no like i mean things are really good at the moment and there's plenty of gigs here and we're getting plenty of um you know opportunities to play and so it's really good there's nazo now he's arrived and actually darren i'm gonna have to have you set her up a little bit more yeah Now, because seconds and i'll i'll just
0: there you go hold on is that better yep that's better Awesome. perfect (laughs) so yeah which is really cool i've been um I've been trying to figure out the trip to Australia. Like, I'm still working on this trip to Australia, and I think I've nailed it down to next, like, right around after Thanksgiving for us, which would be next week. So, like, I'm thinking maybe right around a year before I make it out to Australia. Oh, well,
1: there's a couch with your name on it right here, man. Awesome.
0: (laughs) I, I was sitting there because, like, obviously over the last three years or so i've uh, made a lot of friends and acquaintances with bands in australia sydney brisbane melbourne not so much perth but you know there's one or two people out in perth and it's just kind of like i want to visit all of them but then you don't realize how big australia is and how big like the, the trip would be to go from like adelaide all the or you know just hit up adelaide melbourne sydney and it's just kind of like wow that's crazy how much all, time All the main
1: be cities, spent. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like Australia is an amazing place and it's getting a bit warmer now. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. so it's quite, it, it's actually much more enjoyable than the weather we were having, you know. Yeah. We're so used to uh, the the hot weather here now, you know. I'm from mm-hmm. Ireland, obviously from the cold, but like you think, yeah. like everybody says, oh, you'll be used to the cold, but it's actually quite the os- opposite, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we miss the, the good weather when it's gone.
0: Yeah, it, it's
1: one of those things where,
0: it doesn't take long for your blood to thin out and not be used to the cold anymore. Like I haven't, I grew up in Chicago and anytime I would go anywhere, it'd be like 60 degrees or, you know, like, not too cold but cold for a lot of people and they'd be wearing jackets and all this stuff and i'm out there in shorts and a t-shirt and it's it's like oh this is nice weather what are you guys wearing jackets for it's like it's freezing it's usually like 100 degrees 100 degrees fahrenheit i don't know what that'd be celsius but you know um so it's uh yeah it's not hard for your uh, uh, blood to thin out and not be used to the cold anymore so, uh, Nazo, welcome to the welcome to the show. Glad you could make it.
2: Thank you for having me. And uh, sorry I was late. I literally just got home. Like
1: oh, I was okay. telling uh, tell Tom there that timekeeping for the rest of the band isn't uh, isn't your best skills. <laughs> I was blaming yeah, yeah, Lucas but, and exactly. then, boy I know. <laughs> it definitely
2: it's... wasn't my fault. It was just got work, you know. Like I got, yeah. I like, just got home. Yeah, I still uh, didn't even have shower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's uh, it, It's one of those things I completely understand. It's like this whole thing is just very flexible, and, uh, mm. you know, we just kind of roll with it as it goes. I, I was telling Homer, who was our first guest, I'm a little concerned because there's uh, people that I haven't heard from in like two or three weeks. So it's like, yeah. I hope they make it.
1: Mm. but. Nah, no. Yeah, well, either way, it's a great initiative. Like, it's a brilliant um, thing to actually host and do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's a lot of work as well to put it all together.
0: It's more like... Initially, it's not too bad because it's just like an email. Because since we've been doing this for so long, it's literally just an email blast. And it's like, hey, who wants to grab one of these time slots? And so you just kind of send it out to everybody and let them kind of grab. But then it... Coming towards the end where you've got to fill in like specific time slots, like like I was telling you, I thought that these early morning time slots are gonna be were gonna be really tough, and like some of them were like between three a m and six a m was really tough because it's still pretty early in the u k and then it starts getting already pretty late in Australia, you know so it was a little it was a little tough there, but um luckily instagram came in the clutch and i just started emailing bands that i'd never heard of or like that i just randomly stumbled across and it's just like hey you want to jump on and it's like yeah let's do this so luckily for instagram they came in the clutch so yeah Mm yeah we've got a we've got a huge uh, Australian contingent coming on this time around, which is really fun. A lot of bands that I just met over the last couple of weeks and it's uh it kind of reaffirms the things that we've set like so y'all were um, featured very heavily on our radio show last year when we had a radio show uh Derek, I think you'd uh talk to Jackson a few different times about getting music placed uh, for the radio show um and you know just kind of throughout that entire show we were always really impressed with the uh the rock scene that's kind of merging out of australia like just australia in general and this podcast has uh been kind of a eye-opener to bring them in and chat and just mm-hmm. kind of have all these different bands come in which oh, has been it's really good, cool. it's an amazing
1: platform you, you you've been offering especially the australian artists and that and like the- Sydney is like, um, well, the whole lot of Australia is a melting pot for, for new artists. I'm surprised that there's not more coming out of Australia, kind of, I suppose, on the bigger scene. Yeah. Um, but you never know. The, you know, things could, you know, flip like a light switch and then suddenly, you know, one, you know, one band will get signed and then a, a ton of bands will get signed. it be the Seattle scene all over, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's definitely some Austr there it's more of the punk scene that's kind of making a little bit of noise. Uh the Australian punk scene's kind of starting to work its way over. There's some bands that I've seen pop up that are really interesting and uh you know, and then just kind of the bands that I've seen uh that I've talked to, you know, it they're they're young bands like they they don't have the biggest following and I don't know if that's just cuz they're young or the the scenes just not supporting them like they want to or they're just not social media set you know there could be a hundred different reasons why they've only got a couple hundred followers on instagram and all that stuff but you know good music is good music so
1: yeah these days like i was talking to nazo about it there last night we went out for a beer and went to to an open mic night to actually Mm. see some people play as well and see what new talent is out there and um it's it's like these days you need to be like a social media guru you need to be a graphic designer you need to be a sound engineer you need to be pretty much so many things in order to what people think is success and you know me and nazo had a good conversation about last night like for for us what's most important is the songs you know Mm. at the end of the day i mean we could spend all day on social media you know posting and what have you but um songs are for life you know we, we mm-hmm. if we if we make a good song um and record it well it'll never be a bad song you're not know? away and it'll always be out there um for people to grab onto especially with all the streaming platforms so yeah. i think that's our main focus um over the next few months is to continue um the, the i suppose the high level that we're setting ourselves because our recent um our recent song screwdriver came out Hmm. And we spent a lot of time, like, Nazo can speak about this, but, I mean, a, a hell of a lot of recording time went into it um, from the band and then also the production side of things was massive in this particular single. Um, and we, what we got out of that at the end was, like, you know what? It, the songs matter more than anything. The story of the song, everything, even gigs to to a certain extent, we can put them, you know, we can put them on the back burner so long as we're making progress with the recording the songs and, and continue to continue kind of to evolve as a band on our sound, you know? Yeah,
0: and like what you just said is very interesting because have you seen the, there's this documentary out called, uh, what is it called, Finding Sugarman? Or I think it's called Finding Sugarman. And it's about uh, a US artist That he was just an independent artist that wrote music, and then at some point he kind of gave up and just kind of assimilated into normal life. But what he didn't know was during the apartheid in South Africa, his music became like a political, like anthem for them to kind of. It
1: was that the Australia. That was actually an Australian artist, wasn't it? Oh, Uh,
0: okay. He he was based out of the U.S. I think his name was Was Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, because there was one artist here, I have the same, well, a similar thing happened to an Australian artist here, I believe, like, and I think his music he put on, he did an album, and then basically just forgot about it. And then years and years later, a a small town picked it up and started listening to it, It became number one, and then it kind of rolled on from there, and he went back touring like 10 or 15 years later after he gave up you know, can I, and now he yeah. makes a, a living from, I thought he was Australian, I did read a story, it's probably that same story, I'm not sure you know, Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool yeah. though.
0: And actually it's kind of funny because I brought this up to a buddy or uh, my cousin's husband who's from South Africa, I was like, hey have you ever heard of this guy? And he's like I haven't put my and I was just I was like oh that's very interesting just like this very unassuming situation and it kind of like Sets off an entire movement to uh, stand up against apartheid. So,
1: yeah, it's that's... it's crazy, and I love all hearing those stories as well. I remember a few years back when um um I was listening to the radio, and one of the radio DJs um, played a song that went number one in America, and mm-hmm. apparently a bus driver over here wrote it. You know, and so they wanted to get him on the, they wanted to get him on the line and he called in from the bus (laughs) and he said, yeah, he he couldn't believe it either. But like he wrote the song and he put it up somewhere and what have you and someone else did a, did a cover of the song and it became number one. And like, he's just a bus driver in Sydney, you know, Mm -hmm. and he said he he couldn't believe it happened to to him as well, like, you know, in a way, so. It's quite yeah. It's quite exciting to hear these kind of stories, and it, it gives you a little bit of hope as well. That and that's what I was saying it's more important for the songs because they're your stamp on it. You know, they're your your mark in history. That's your legacy. Mm. You know, kind of like as a as a songwriter and as a band and, and as an artist. Because at the end of the day, uh, for artists, the most important thing is what you want to say. You know, kind of like and 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 the music speaks that, and the words speak that, and the stories behind the songs speak that. I mean, it's great that you'll have amazing live gigs and what have you and you can entertain, but the problem with up-and-coming bands is we don't play too many people, Mm. so the impact is not really that large. Whereas if you write a song, it can reach so many and, you know, they can grab it when they need it, you know, kind of way. whereas if they're not at the show and they miss the show, they've missed mm-hmm. that one, you know, they can't get it back unless you, you know, you record it or, or what have you. So we do think it's important for all, I think all artists, so I personally believe that the artists should focus on the best songs that they can write at that specific moment in time, you know.
0: Oh no. It okay, we're back. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. That was weird. But It was a glitch. <laughs> yeah, it was a glitch in the matrix. But um, <laughs> um So, um yeah, the it's like just the song itself like you were mentioning is so important. Um it it's been a while since we've had you on the podcast. I think what has it been a year and a half? Has it yeah, almost it's been, been two, a while, years? i'm trying to remember now has it been almost two years since we've had you on but um you released screwdriver and you'd mentioned that you're kind of are you recording right now or are you kind of at musically
1: nazo do you want to i suppose you want to pop well, in there because you we
2: are recording um we we just started to uh, because we finished screwdriver a month ago so mm-hmm. and um we just started record the next one. We on the on the drum spot. We usually start with drums, and then we work from there because our drummer is leaving as well. Um, not leaving, sorry. He's going for a holiday uh, to Brazil back home for mm. for a month or so. We want our aim to get the drums uh, 100% ready, so we can use that time for us to record the rest of the yeah. instruments. So yeah, that's what's happening. And we're writing new songs as well. Um, we um, we're having fun with new covers, like just uh, here and there. We don't do much covers uh, anyway, but we love to play every once in a while, um, you know, just for the crowd and for us, you know. And uh, we also um, yeah, we're also trying to get as much as geek as we can. Nice. Are you still doing the uh,
0: like pop up street performances? Because I know during the pandemic that was something you guys yeah. were kind of doing there.
2: <laughs> Not anymore at this stage because um, after the pandemic because we, we wanted to start getting playing back to the venues. Mm-hmm. Um, and also yeah, we were we were getting shut down too much to be honest. Like uh, from the police or like the neighbors around. The police were very nice. Most of them really. It yeah. just that well, It takes one person to make a complaint. Uh, yeah. about the sound and we always yeah. be very cautious about our sound, you know. we mm-hmm. Literally, I, I, you know, time I brought with me like a meter, like making sure we're not passing the decibel meters. We all have licenses mm-hmm. to bus, So we've done everything. But, you know, you can do all the setup uh, on a busking day. And, you know, we never compromised anything. We had exact mm-hmm. our stage on the street with full PA, tube, ba- tube amplifiers, drums and everything. It takes time to set it up all these on the street and as soon as you start playing you get shot down you get like oh my god like you just get demotivated so mm. that was one of the reasons and also it served the purpose at the time you know we, when when there was no place to play we were one of the few bands in sydney we were playing and we were just still having fun um mm. and we were able to you know not stop and write songs and being all on the street but you know now it's uh, we have I guess we have different focuses, but it was an amazing experience.
1: A lot yeah. of bands um, actually broke up because you know they couldn't play during you know the 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 COVID times, mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, you know the the busking kept our sanity, you know, like so. But it, it is what NASA was saying that you you know ninety nine percent of the people would love it, but then it'd be just one percent where they'd say it's too noisy or it's not their style of music. And obviously, we're not, you know, I mean, we're not crossing over genres here. We're just playing what we are, like, you know, kind of way. so it, music is subjective. You know, um, I read one time, you know, music, you know, divides the audience. It doesn't please everyone, mm-hmm. you know, kind of way. Um And mm-hmm. that's and that's what makes uh, music like um, uh, in the genius category, you know, kind of way. It divides it, splits it. You know, so um, yeah, it served the purpose, yeah, and we moved on. Well, from it, you know, it was about music
2: as well. It Just levels. You know, in Sydney, mm-hmm. one person, if one person complain, that's it. You're done. You know? mm-hmm. And also, we had such a nice police officers that comes like they, they wait to finish the song, mm-hmm. and then they come. Oh, sorry, look, your guys amazing. Yeah. We didn't want to interrupt, but we got we did hear a complaint. And by law, we want to hear because the noise complaint. We have to shut it
1: down. And yeah. you know, you can't be mad on police, you know, they just like yeah. even the police were throwing us money and everything. It was it was funny because yeah. uh we we were playing and we were getting really loud and the, the, the crowd was getting really big and mm-hmm. we seen these police officers across the road and and you know and they go was like and they seen us, you know and we were like oh no and i'm watching them i'm saying to myself please don't come over please don't come over please don't come over and next of all the two of them are you know rushing over like this you know can i like and i see them cross the road and i say i turn around to the lads i says we're done we're done you know and they come straight up and just throws money in and then just walks off Nice. (laughs) so we were just like oh my god that was just fantastic you know so we, and we had great experiences we met a lot of great people out in in, in busking and, and people still recognize us in the places where we busk if we go out for a beer there like they come over and say oh the immigrants or what have you it even happened yeah. last night we ran into people and they just came up and just they recognized us from the band um, which was which was quite good um so yeah it did a, it did a lot for us but now we're back playing venues, and there's a big difference in playing mm-hmm. venues with the full pas and the big drum kits and the risers and mm-hmm. everything like that. So it's a different beast, you know, can kind I of like um so we missed playing playing to that big sound and having that like feeling that atmosphere on stage, you know hundred
0: percent Yeah, completely. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's a different feel, it's a different vibe. And yeah, while busking is cool and it had, it had its place during the pandemic, especially for a full band, like you, like if you were more of a, an acoustic band or just like you were able to like, it was an yeah. easier setup instead of bringing in like amps and all this yeah. stuff. maybe it'd still be worth it. But like, when you've got a set do like a whole setup and then, probably have that ornery person that's just kind of like mm-hmm. oh they're gonna be loud and so i'm gonna shut it down before it even gets started and yeah so yeah yeah absolutely so. um which you know you guys did what you had to do to to kind of survive uh, uh the pandemic which was great and i know uh during the pandemic that's when you when you kind of went through the rebrand right like the, the
1: y- yeah the i think for- um. Oh, God, it's been a few yes. years now, but as our music was evolving, um, we 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 went from, because we were originally called Cody when we first started, when, when we put the band together and got all the boys together. Um, but then, you know, as the sound evolved, um, which was a few years ago now, but um, we just, yeah, I mean, the, we came up with the Immigrants of you, and we felt it was very, very suited to... You know to what we were doing now who we were as people what we wanted to say mm-hmm. and i think the band agreed even though we were all reluctant that like i mean i i came up with the idea saying you know floating the idea what do you think guys you know because of the sound changing and i i think everybody was reluctant until the name came and then it became accepted like it was like oh yeah we can't go back now you know can i it has to be this enough you know, and i so yeah no we're we're, ex- we're excited to be the immigrants now and you know mm-hmm. uh we we love the sound that we're, that we're putting out there
0: yeah and i will say i still have the immigrants self-titled ep it's still on my playlist to this day nice. so nice. It, it, it's one of those songs where or it's one of those eps where it's just like it's just good all four songs a little bit different but not different enough where it's like, okay, I don't, you know. But, uh, yeah, still got the EP. Are you looking at, like, with this whole series of recording, like you just – like we'd been talking about earlier, you released Screwdriver earlier this year, and then you did Saturday Night
1: last year, right? That was – Yeah, Saturday Night was last year, Screwdriver this year. Um, And I think that, like, maybe – february march i think mm-hmm. february march maybe next year we will release a song called control
0: okay, um, okay. will Will it build to another ep or do you kind of just stay
1: are you thinking the singles right now staying in singles what do you think nazo i'm thinking we're singles yeah. only, for the moment for the moment these singles i
2: think because um they're not i can't see the correlation to have an EP because as you said with the um the immigrant self title one it, mm-hmm. it was our first EP we had like the four different colors that we have and as you said it's different but not so different um, mm-hmm. and I, I I generally love to um, listen to albums you know like an old school way and it's um, it just like for me I love the starting from the intro to the next and like the I like the story like one mm-hmm. of my favorites album like and I'm sure it's more one of my one of the favorite of the album of a lot of people, which is the dark side of the moon. And mm. people love that album because of the you know how like it's a one song basically, but it's the 15, journey. You know? The journey, yeah. So I love that. So until we don't have that ready planned, I don't think we'll do an EP. But mm. the album album is the next next uh, step yeah. for the next next plan. Um, but yeah, now we still uh, want to put more singles out there because our sound, sound sound even evolving from the EP than now. Mm-hmm. So we want to have that out there, like make sure this is our sound, and then the next step would be the album. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. You know, it's it's one of the and it, obviously with the way the music industry has kind of evolved and the mu- like just music in general the the play right now is definitely singles because it's like if you're primarily relying on spotify you want to keep the music as fresh as you can whereas like unless you're a band that's just touring constantly like singles is kind of where it's at but i've told several people i may have told you all this back when we had you on last time that albums right now albums are good if you're touring like if you're a band mm. that like if you were able to set up like a an australian loop and just kind of you know just kind of run this loop in australia every few months that's when the kind of the album really makes sense because then every night you're playing in front of a fresh crowd but if you're just kind of running that sydney loop the the singles is kind of yeah. the better
1: play yeah so. that's that's that i think that's quite right yeah and i think i do think that there'll be more albums in the future though it's like um recently what i've seen is a, a sudden surge of like movies coming out because mm. covid you, they probably couldn't record any movies and now mm. suddenly there's tons of movies where there was none before and i'm thinking that they probably had a lot of time and effort now to do that you're not going to wait where this before they didn't maybe it's going to be similar to albums um when people can actually properly get together you know it's like the mm. recent slipknot album that came out where they they, I think there was a few interviews where they felt that it wasn't their best album because they couldn't be together and do a lot of the pre-production and mm-hmm. talk about the songs and develop them. Whereas um, they got very small amount of time in the studio and the way they did it wasn't, wasn't ideal because of, of COVID. You know? Can I, like, mm. You'd think, for me anyway, you'd think you'd wait until after COVID to actually to, to do something like that. Um, but Slipknot or Slipknot, they're gonna have to—they have to keep, you know, feeding the feeding the beast, feeding the machine. You're not know, gonna kind of like. So, uh, I think it was the la- their last record record with their um uh, their recent uh, record label and what mm-hmm. have you. So I think they wanted to finish it anyway. You're not know, gonna kind of like. But yeah, that was kind of like I suppose if you're gonna do something like that, you gotta be willing to sacrifice or compromise that you can't be together as much. You're not know, gonna kind of like. But nowadays, now I think that's gonna change because obviously the doors are open again. So mm-hmm. we might see some new albums and what have you, I think in the next year or two.
0: Yeah, for sure. And especially with the rise of vinyl, like, or the research, not the rise, but the resurgence yeah. of vinyl, it, it's definitely It's going to start. It's going to start looping back around to where albums are where it needs to be. And like, for me, like anytime I go to a show and I see a band has vinyl, knowing how, much money they probably put into Mm -hmm. cutting the vinyl because not only do you have to record vinyl a certain way but then it also costs a lot to get the 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 template made or whatever it is and then pressing it so it's just like any chance i can to just be like
2: yeah
0: yeah here you go and i buy the vinyl and then most of the times i don't even listen to it because it's like they're doing such cool things with vinyl now where it's just like i don't want to scratch this like i don't want to destroy it you know
2: um but yeah, like maybe what's that piece of art finals yes. are like, mm. a it's yeah. art. like it's piece of art i i i i'm the same i have so many records and most of them i haven't listened to it but i just love to um collect them and just, uh, it's just something about it i don't know why mm.
1: Yeah. It's like collect you know, like stamps, they never send them. They're just like you know, kinda of yeah. way it's just connectors items and stuff like that. They're expensive though, vinyl. We I looked at it for Screwdriver, our latest single, and it was like coming out uh I think we had to order one hundred of them and it was gonna be like twenty five to thirty Australian dollars each that mm. and that was at a minimum, you know, kind of way yeah. with the basics on it. So i suppose an up-and-coming band you know you don't you don't have kind of have the the capital for that that yeah. kind of outlay um unfortunately um but we'd love to do that in the future definitely yeah. i i mean i'd love to I, I i i just pay for one to be done for myself yeah. like you are not going to. yeah and actually that would be kind of an interesting
0: business idea like if there was a way to make it streamlined where you could do like a print on demand, rec- cause right? Cause you know how like they have these t-shirt companies that they'll do print on demand t-shirts, Yeah, but I don't know how you'd be able to make it to where it's worth it to
1: do vinyl because I don't like, think it's economic. Yeah, I don't, uh, I can't, I can't see it. Like even for like a short run for 10, it was, it was like a couple of hundred bucks each, you know, yeah. I don't think the people will be able to. Yeah. Did everybody freeze or is it
0: uh, just that? And I think, okay. Just making sure I was like, cause that's you're sitting so perfectly still. I was like, oh, did Nazo freeze too? But it was just, no, no, but... no well, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no vital is just so damn expensive anymore. It's just like Ed, doing it print on demand. It would be, it wouldn't be economical, but there's a company that's out of New York that's doing something where they record live to the vinyl they have like a whole setup to where basically you record it live to the vinyl and then they have a way to like duplicate it so before they go in the the artist like pre-sells them and that's what it is so if like the artist goes in and pre-sells 50 of them Mm -hmm. okay there's only 50 of these vinyls in rotation and I'm assuming they do pretty good because like, I've seen a lot of bands going in and out of the studio and like promoting this thing. And I've seen it more and more over the last couple of years, but, um, you know, just, I guess that's probably the way to do it where it's like, it's a limited thing and we pre pre pre-sell it and just kind of what it is is what it is. And yeah. So, um, But holy crap, I didn't realize what time it was. We've got about four minutes before the next guest jumps in. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, But I really appreciate y'all jumping in. It's been an absolute blast. It's one of those things where we haven't talked in so long. Darren, Mm -hmm. I know every once in a while we'll get on a kick where we start chatting on WhatsApp. But you're probably the only person I talk to on WhatsApp because I get so many <laughs> I get so many spam messages of people like, yeah, hey, as well, yeah. and I'm just sitting there like, oh, I, I kind of want to delete it. But there's that's like there's only a few people that that's how I communicate with them. Yeah.
1: So WhatsApp's cool. Though. It's really good for the band and stuff like that. And, you know, sharing files and everything like that. It has its purpose as well, you know yeah 100%. no but really thanks for having us really appreciate it um and i hope the the rest of the the podcast goes well and the initiative's great tom so like uh yeah yeah well done mate
2: yeah really. thank, appreciate you. It. Yeah. Tom, thank you for using our song in uh, your video recently as a, it was not recently it's been a while now but uh, i, I don't yeah. think I, I spoke with you after like it was amazing um seeing the whole idea of the video i've learned so much about you and uh with um, with the way you grew up like the way you up, where you've been and all that like it was nice to know your background you know it was yeah. Yeah. because the only time we spoke was we spoke about music you know we never yeah, spoke yeah. about yeah. Uh, our personal life so it was very nice yeah it was, one
0: it. Of, it was one of those things where it was just like middle of the pandemic i was looking for something to do and uh, a buddy of my i had done this film challenge before but it was a lot different because it was like oh hey it's like an actual film like you have to go get actors and all this stuff and then uh the the curator of the thing messaged me he was like hey we're doing it a bit different this year i know you're not i know like you're you're doing something different right now but i think you'd really enjoy this and i'm like okay and i started paying so i paid my entry fee or whatever and um he put it out the way he did and i was like you know what let's just do this and then i reached out to y'all you were you made uh amazing contribution letting me use your music and there's a whole bunch at the time we were like really in deep into the australian scene like we had uh sarah bernardo from uh start your own cold uh, I, I yeah amazing. Uh, amazing. and so it was just really cool and uh it, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, thank you for, uh, enjoying that. It, it it wasn't easy for me to put together. Cause a lot of that stuff, I don't like talking about, but you know, mm-hmm. if for, it was, you know,
2: it was amazing. Though. Yeah, yeah well
0: Um, uh, so a- as we kind of wrap this up, if anybody is interested in donating to the uh, pancreatic cancer action network, uh, there's a QR code, uh in the corner over there uh yep let me get my finger right yep there's a uh qr code over there uh you could scan that or there is a donation link in the bottom of the uh, twitch stream you can donate there Uh, any donations are very much appreciated also anybody watching if you uh any other ad revenue or merch sold or subscribers or anything else that twitch offers that you purchase to support live and Amplify this month it's also getting donated so i felt that was an important distinction to make and uh really appreciate the immigrants if they want to check out uh, guys if they want to check out screwdriver or any of the upcoming shows releases anything you got going on where's the uh, best place to do that
1: Yeah, I think uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook is the At The Immigrant's Music. Yeah, I mean, just search us on Spotify. We're on all the major platforms and what have you. Um, Take a listen to Screwdriver. Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, new music coming, new gigs. It's going to be a big year next year for us. So we're really excited, and I'm sure we'll have a a couple more podcasts, Tom. (laughs) I'm
0: looking forward to it, and hopefully we can get the whole band on because I think the last – oh, no, the last time we had you on was the time that I overslept. That's what it was, okay. It was the time that I overslept because we had to do it earlier in the morning to kind of offset the Australian time and kind of accommodate everyone. And then my phone didn't go off and I was like, I woke up like an hour late to Darren messaging me.
1: I think you need a PA. I think you need a secretary or something like, you know, manning the calendar and telling you what to do and stuff. Well, because, so
0: what the thing was, Back then, the I didn't or wasn't paying for TV, so what I would do is hook my phone up and just play YouTube as like I was trying to go to bed or whatever, and I would just kind of always leave it plugged into my TV. And every mm. once in a while, the the uh, um one of the plugs would get loose and it wouldn't sound my alarm, so it was just kind of playing nothing. And this just happened to be one of those nights, and I woke up and I was just like, oh, I am that- so bad feel so, yeah. bad, so. Yeah. but um, but yeah once again thank you so much we've got our next guest in the queue so we're going to play a little musician roulette
2: we got cat Greta coming up yeah awesome, awesome. thanks guys uh, yep thank you